Hey everyone, Quincy here. Wanted to say thank you for catching this replay of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro show on your audio platform of choice. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also learn more and enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode. We're all here to ride the MSL wave, the mental strength league. I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jordan, what's going on, brother? Welcome, England 2130. What's going on? Eli, a.k.a. this week in MLS, joining in, loving that. You, you know what it is, guys. You know what it is, Sean. Johnson, the man of the hour, will be joining in today. Cincy Tucky underscore soccer. What's going on? Welcome, welcome. Dad for life. Soccer dad for life. I'm liking the consistency, soccer dad for life. Loving seeing that. Loving seeing your Abby coming up every single time. As always, England 2130. What's going on, brother? All the way out in England. What time is it over there? What time is it over there? Uh, the K bro said, hello, Quincy. What's going on? Joe Jackson. What's going on, brother? Love seeing you guys join in so consistently. The loyalty of our followers and uh, MSL Army members is impressive. But you guys know what it is. You guys show up. That's what, that's what it's all about. That's what the mentality is about. That's what it takes to be successful. Showing up day in, day out, week after week. Joe, things are going well. Spiritual athlete, what's going on, brother? Welcome to the live. Just saw you dropped a, another episode over on YouTube. I haven't had a chance to watch it, but I saw some of the highlights. And I haven't seen it, but I like it. You guys, go ahead and keep spamming that heart button if you can hear me okay. I know last week we had a little bit of technical dis- difficulties towards the end of our live there for some reason. when We had uh, Alexi Lawless on the show last week. If you guys weren't able to check that out, that's episode 58 of the Ask a Soccer Pro Show. Make sure you go and listen to that replay. There's a lot of gems in that one. Uh, But today is a new day and a new episode, episode 59 of the Hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show. If you guys didn't know, it is Sean Johnson week. Sean Johnson, yeah, I'm loving that. I've seen you guys spam that heart button. Love that. Give me some of your I'm in your head emojis. Oh, Sean has already joined in on the live because he's 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 ready. He's always coming prepared. Sean, I will I'll buzz you in here in a minute, but making sure I'm uh, welcoming the guests and telling everybody I said what's up. But you know what? Let's do it because Sean's already ready to go. So we go on the fly here. You guys know what it is. Looky, I love the looky eye emojis. So that's my favorite emoji of all time. So guys. <laughs> Yo, bro. Your boy is here. He's here, bro. He's. <laughs> I literally was gonna put, push the button and cue my own music, bro. I was gonna, I was... I was gonna have the <laughs> speaker ready. Yeah, bro. I'm gonna have the mixing. We just keep slowly upgrading each week. I'm gonna have the mixing board. Half of the show is gonna be me pressing the mixer board and just music and stuff flashing on the screen. It's gonna be stupid. Oh, man. 
what's going on, man? Not much, man. Not much. Just uh, crazy, crazy weeks here. But uh, things are starting to slow down a little bit, so it's uh, so it's nice. Well, that's good. I mean, I'm gonna throw. Ooh, ooh, look at that. Uh, the graphic says tomorrow, but whatever. <laughs> hey, but it's really today. But it's tomorrow today. Mm-hmm. Bro. Hey, cue the cue the music. Cue the music. <laughs> <laughs> bro. bro. Bro, there's so much. I'm glad you just called in early because there's so much stuff that we could get to. I've, uh, I like. I have now. We have a solid structure for the show. We've definitely we've refined it down. <clears throat> I think many people understand and know what the MSL is. And if you you've been living under rock, MSL is a mental strength league. Um, that's a game that I've come up with in my own mind to survive and make it to year 11 in uh, Major League Soccer. I'm currently in my free agency year, so we'll see if we get to year 12. Even though the season starts what, like in two days or something like that. So <laughs> Better ne better late than never, but never late is better. Let's go. Yeah, bro. Successfully ducked Easy. like the last how many uh, preseasons? Whatever. We just keep it going. No, no sweat, bro. No sweat. Easy. Um, but yeah, man. Okay, you're saying winding down, so that's actually good because we'll we'll just hop straight into it. So uh, and then get into the mentality section of the show after that. But you're saying toning it down. So what are what's what's toning down like? For those who don't know, what what have you been? Where where have you been these last couple of weeks? What's been going on in your world? Yeah, so this this year started off uh, pretty fast with the national team. So it started off January sixth, uh, had a national team camp, and then that basically lasted the entire month of January. So for those who are kind of new to the the January camp and how that process works, uh, you go in for you know train for three weeks. Um, there's a, there's a week lead up um, where you're basically preparing uh, for one match or two matches this year we play Costa Rica. So um, basically preseason before preseason, it's kind of a good gateway to get straight into to your club and, and be at a good level. So I did that, played against Costa Rica. My team happened to be in LA, stayed there for a few extra days, uh, finished out that phase of preseason. And then uh, also for those who didn't know, um, New York City FC, my club is in CONCACAF Champions League. So the team also reported a bit earlier than most MLS teams, and uh, they were in L.A. preparing for what would be our first game in Costa Rica. So basically all of then uh, all of February prepared for our first game in, in Costa Rica on the 19th. And, uh, yeah, and we just had our second leg of that match last night. And basically that, that for me is kind of toning it down. Once you get to the point where you're actually back home in your own bed, you can kind of reacclimate. Um, it's, you know, it's good to get unwind, you know, mentally, um, clear things out a little bit and, and refocus and get ready for, for the big, uh, big season ahead. Nice, man. Um, I mean, that's a great, uh, summary. I know it kind of, a, a wrench got thrown into it because originally you guys were supposed to head to Qatar, correct? Yeah. So it was a bit crazy. So it was wild, uh, in the Middle East for a little bit. Um, you know, I think there's a heightened security heightened sense of security risk uh, over there and in that part of the, in that part of the world. And just for you know, safety precautions, um, you know, I know we would have liked to be, um, you know, in Qatar, um, you know, great, great facilities. But um, we ended up in Bradenton in Sarasota training at IMG. And it was kind of a last minute thing, but just kind of one of those things. And, you know, talking to you know, some of the staff about it, you know, things happen that you can't really control. And I remember we talked, talked about it, you know, basically controlling what you can control. And 
there's so many moving pieces in a short amount of time that they had to scramble and basically prepared for, you know, a month leading up to this camp that was supposed to kick off, you know, the next day. And all of a sudden something happens, equipment man's on the ground, he's got to pack things up and, and bring things back immediately. So uh, they did a really good job of bringing things together, but just kind of one of those, uh, one of those lessons that, you know, you can never be too prepared and you can never, you know, be, have have too many plan B's for for what may happen. So it was a wild, wild uh, start to the year. <laughs> Crazy man! Like no, I'm packing my bags, like ready, passports ready to go. Yes. And all of a sudden, it's like, no, not hey, Bradington. Get, get ready for <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clear your mind for two more days before uh, this fitness test, yeah. Bradington. Huh? Huh? <laughs> yeah, wait, what? Uh, wait, what? Yeah, and then actually, actually, then I got I got to the airport. Uh, to fly it, to, and I was so I was frazzled, trying to scramble. So so they've got everything together, and I, I forget my backpack at home, mm-hmm. which has my like my ID, everything in it. So I had to go back back home, basically schedule a flight for later. Yeah. It was it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare, but it worked out. So, it worked out. Bro, I, I like that. Uh, you know, here MSL sayings. One of those is adapt or die. Um, yeah, 100%. that is that is one thousand percent true. Uh, what do you think? Uh, actually, I'll save that when we're transitioning into all that because I already, you know, I already want to get down into how that relates to mentality and how you're breaking that down, which sure. uh, which is the part I always enjoy enjoy most. But um, kind of setting the stage a little bit in terms of how we know each other and our initial relationship when that started and kind of how that how that came to be. When I kind of reflect back, I go, wow, okay, 11 years playing pro was a long time. And we spent, what, I was, I was in Chicago for like three years and was there with you, especially when you're kind of on, on the up and coming and, and getting, getting into your rhythm as a professional, as a professional player. Um, what would you oh, – I'm sorry. So I'm making sure. Yeah, I'm making sure I'm going through in order, bro. That's what I said. We're keeping it, we're keeping it going because you know me. I can go off on tangents. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> uh, yeah. So, how do you maybe set a little bit of tones of how we know each other? Like, when did we meet? When was a, when do you remember us meeting for the first time? Yeah, I think you know my first memories of us being together uh, is basically just coming together in the locker room. Um, you know, in Chicago, I know we we knew each other from you know from previous times. Obviously, through through playing playing together in the league. Um, you know, when you're in Colorado, um, it was my first memory of actually seeing you and and knowing who you were. Um, and for, for those who don't know, like you'll see so many, you'll see so many faces, you know, in the league over the years. And then you'll be like, all right, I know that face mm-hmm. and I know who he is, but I've never hung out with him, you know? <laughs> and then, then all of a sudden, like, you know, you're, you're grabbing dinner together, you meet each other and then, you know, you forge these relationships, which is super, super dope. And then, you know, we probably never guessed that we'd ever play together on the same team. Yes. Um, but then, uh, yeah, Chicago, early days in Chicago, um fantastic locker room you know you know the name of mike mcgee baki sumari like it was crazy team alec khan ross lebeau uh, characters you name bro. it you name oh. it um matt polster frazzle polster <laughs> still he's frazzle listening to this right now for sure he's listening um dude, it, was, it was it was amazing amazing times grant and, uh, ward, grant ward yeah. matt matt watson Waddy, yeah, Watson was there. Lavelle Palmer, oh, bro, yeah, that was, it was a squad. It was a squad. It was just debauchery and just, oh man, Ugh. 
I was listening to uh, what is it BSI? So Icopara. Oh yeah, yeah. Podcast. The, the podcast. Did, yeah, they just did their season two, season two, episode one today. They had uh, Alan Gordon on, and because he's retired now, he's really telling like all the stories of like what was going on behind the stuff. <laughs> Tell all, <laughs> bro, bro. <laughs> No, like no filter. Just like yeah, you know, when you're not here, who cares? It doesn't matter. Like, by the way, do you do you remember when he had the uh, the soccer ball picture? Yes. <laughs> the the picture. I mean, my man, my man was a legend. So he's never he's never been afraid of doing anything. Never never been afraid of any type of bro, at all. And he brings it yeah. up, bro. He brings it up. He talks about it. So if, if everybody, uh, I know you're here on this podcast to hear what I'm talking about, but definitely go check out that one and <laughs> let them know we sent you because. Oh man, the amount of stories that are going to start coming out over the next one, two, three, four years of like older school MLS vets who are finally making that transition into post career, talking about the just the just I, I mean just the, just just the the raw stories, the, <laughs> the the things the things you would never never hear otherwise. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Okay, because you, you got you got all the you got all the characters in that generation. I feel like you know what I mean. All the characters. Oh, bro! I'm, I'm I'm so excited to hear. Oh, dude, I'm I'm so I'm so juiced for what is coming because MLS is making that transition into a league where like people want to know what's you know like Jermaine Jones is now out here just like just whatever he's saying. Cincinnati's just got head coaches dropping the end bomb in the locker room. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, things things you never ever would have thought that you would have heard. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, stuff you heard in yeah. the locker stuff right. you heard all the time, right. Right. stuff that if it even got out, no one cared. And now sure. like, people are like, wait, huh? What? People are paying, attention, sure. paying attention now? <laughs> people, people love it. Before, before you know it, there'll be a reality show associated with like, you know, past, past MLS bets. Um, and it's going to, because MLS is still going to be trying to figure it out, the stuff that is going to be like, like ten years from now, we're gonna look back and be like, "Whoa, they like they allowed a, a reality show like that for guys like in the middle of the thing." Be like, "Yeah, we we didn't know. Like, we, yeah. this is the first I'm, time." Like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I, we had no idea. We had, we had no idea. It's like internet. It's like, yeah, we let six year olds use the internet. Like, yeah, like twenty years from now, they're gonna be like, "Bro, that's like letting a six year old have like ten cartons of cigarettes and just like smoking them all day." Be like, oh, bro, we didn't know. You know what I mean? Like, a hundred percent. We just. What do you want us to do? Now we know. Hey, the, the crazy thing is the viewership's just going to... All the way. <laughs> just, bro. Just, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I'm excited. Okay. Half time just going to be a run of like just just live reality show. And then back to regular schedule program. Second half <laughs> kicks off in five minutes. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's going to be great. It's going to be great. <laughs> Yo. Oh, bro. It's gonna be bananas. It's seriously gonna be bananas. And uh, I guess, I, oh, this is good. Okay, this is good. Cause uh, for me, I've been preparing for this time and what's coming, what I believe to be coming, right? For a long time. And I think of anyone who probably would know, have a best understanding of like who I am or like how my mind has been working or how I've been operating, right? Especially that time was probably the t a lot of the time that we spent together in, in Chicago. and. Uh, Today's theme of the show is um, misunderstanding and what to do when you're misunderstood, right? And uh, sure. I listened to, obviously, I listened to your Perfect Soccer podcast episode on Monday. If you guys haven't checked that out, uh, Sean's kind of 
giving the origin story of how he's gotten to where he's at. So, uh, and then now today's show is going to be more about breaking down the mentality of what he what he felt has been the contributing factor to getting there. But uh, you you had <coughs> you had said in the podcast that being in the MLS has definitely been like a learning experience, right? Which means 100%. which which is why I was like, you know what? I feel the theme of today for being misunderstanding and and what to do when being misunderstood would be a great way to tie like all the lessons you've probably learned over the course of your career. Um, Cause usually you learn a lesson cause you find out that you thought you understood something and you found out you didn't. 100%. Or there was more to the story. Um, so when we're starting in Chicago, right? So before we kind of go, we're going to start there from at least that point and move kind of move forward in time. What are your initial thoughts of me like honest, like what is this guy? Who is this guy? What, where, what are you thinking of me at that point in time? Yeah, I think, you know, one thing that kind of drew us close together, um, you know, like you know, we were roommates on the road, lived about five minutes away from each other um, when we first were in Chicago. And just one thing that you can appreciate is like the realness factor, right? You know, having a, having a friend, a teammate who will always give it to you real, no matter what. Um, and we're just always talking about, you know, no matter what it was, you know, we can sit down and have a conversation about, you know, you give us a topic, we'll, we'll dissect it, we'll break it down. We'll just have, you know, just a super candid talk about, um, you know, anything related to the topic. And to me, that was like the biggest appreciation was, you know, this guy is always going to be truthful, you know, on and off the pitch, no matter what it is, he's always going to hold me accountable. Um, and he's always gonna, you know, have my back no matter what. And that was, that was a really important thing for me. So, um, with our, with our relationship and, and, and how it all started, um, that was for me, the biggest trait that I looked to is like, all right, you know, is, is this a reliable teammate? Is this guy going to be truthful with me? And I think that's a big thing, right? Like figuring out things after the fact kind of ties in, you know, if one, if, you know, if somebody's truthful with you, it's a lot easier to, to embark on that path of, of knowledge of, of, you know, kind of seeking out your own truth of what actually is rather than somebody kind of giving it to you in a sugar-coated way, in a way that may make you feel good or something, like say something that you want to hear. And then all of a sudden, you know, two years down the road, you're like, wait a second. And you take a step back and you're like, I just got bamboozled. And then, and then you know, and then you're like, but like, this guy's not even in my locker room anymore. <laughs> and, you know what I mean? Like, and you, and you start, you start to play, you start to play things over and over again. So, you 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 can learn to appreciate them. I and when when you find somebody who's 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 real, and um, it's it's important. And like, just to just to hold accountability is everything. And you, and you need you need real friends to do that. So, no, bro, well, I appreciate that a lot. And um, no, I appreciate you saying that because I think that was that was something I recognized in you, especially at that time. Uh, I definitely. I think the thing that stood up, <clears throat> obviously our ability to, what's funny is you can always have banter with your boys and you're killing each other and you're trying to make each other look stupid and, and win every single day. But you, you knew that it was coming from a place of like, I want you to be better. Right. For sure. I, I felt like I felt that's what you were doing as well too. But what I, I also really appreciated was watching how you operated and moved off the field. You weren't, even though you knew you, you had the ability and the talent to play at the, US, the men's national team level and play over in Europe if that's what you chose, choose or wanted to do. Uh, it still didn't, you still didn't make the excuse of, I can't do other things to prepare for my post career while I'm doing these things. For sure. And I think that's something, I think it's a, 
I think it's an excuse most players make to justify just like being lazy and, you know, playing FIFA for 15 hours in a day instead of, you know, 10 and spending yeah. five, five going there. Uh, at that time, obviously, we're still kind of up and coming. What do you feel now? <clears throat> uh, sorry, I'm thinking about how you said, like, you go down two years down the line and you go like, yeah. Man, I've been bamboozled. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. For sure. Like, yeah. Or I didn't know that. I had no idea back then what I what I know now. For sure. Yes. So like, when you when you look back then, what was it that you knew that you didn't actually know? Yeah. So I think you know, in terms of on on and off the pitch, right? Um, you can start like on the field, right? There's there's so many there's so many things you can start from a soccer standpoint That's of right. like tactically. You're like, all right, you know, I was I was playing the game a certain way. And when your eyes are open to, you know, a different way of playing it and, and why you're doing certain things, you're like, ah, okay. So you have the ability to do them and you have, you have the physical ability, you have the mental capacity, um, but also the understanding of tying those things together and, and to the why, why you're doing them and being able to actually apply them is super important. Um, so that was one of the biggest things for me, you know, in my Chicago days. And, you know, you talk about, my time from Chicago, um, you know, with the national team and my evolution then to coming to, to New York City. Um, those those two experiences are massively different for me. And I think Chicago prepared me from a, a mentality standpoint, right? Okay. Um, so I could, I could basically look back and go, okay, I have these things in my back pocket and, and how to, you know, approach different situations. I know how to, to handle, you know, good moments, bad moments, good locker room, bad locker room. And I was fortunate enough to go into a good locker room but it was a completely different system. And it's, and it's not something that you immediately panic and you go, oh, what is this? Um, you know, if you're, if you're actively seeking out the why, um, you start asking questions, not being afraid to ask questions, I think is a huge thing. Um, not being afraid to, to get a clear understanding of exactly what, what's needed in a situation. Um, I think that's what's different from my time now um, with, with the club is not, not being afraid to say, like, I don't know, or, you know, can you can you clarify exactly you know what you want done, rather than going out and you know essentially playing with a free mind and relying on different things, you know, experiences, athleticism, teammates, these these types of things. But it's a really simple question, like, hey, Quincy, like, you know, this in, in this moment on this goal kick, you know, do you are you going to run left or are you going to run right? What what's easier for you? How do you prefer to do this? And which in turn, like a simple conversation rather than assuming that you know what I'm thinking, I know what you're thinking, and it's all just going to click. The world outside doesn't know that we've had plenty of discussions about it, and we have a really solid game plan of how we're going to do this. Um, so that's that's probably the, the biggest thing, um, is is asking questions when you don't know, so that you don't get to that point further down the road where um, you're like, man, I really should have just, just simply asked. If it's in a team meeting, if it's in uh, if it's in a room full of people, you, you know people may feel inclined just to to be hush. But um, if you gain a sense of clarity just for yourself, it may be enough for for you to be successful in an environment. Otherwise, that you know you, you may not have had you know tidbits of information that are going to be holding you back. So, got you. <clears throat> so, all right. So I'm going to ask you a couple questions here as well too, because uh, something that you pointed out that I feel is very 
Hey, sorry to interrupt, but if you've enjoyed listening to this episode and learning what it takes to increase your mental strength, well, how would you like to work with me one-on-one directly? Now you can with B-Pro Mentality. Head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash B-Pro, that's perfectsoccerskills.com slash B-E-P-R-O to apply to work with our network of pro players today. Under, uh, not fully understood, is uh, the internal dialogue and relationship versus the outward perception of what's happening, right? So like you said, okay, we've had multiple conversations. So we are on a level of understanding of what we want to do and why we're doing what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Right. But a lot of people on the outside might not understand why. So if you're asking them why it can be seen as questioning their authority. Right. Okay. So how have you dealt with, how have you dealt with those moments where you want to understand, but asking asking to understand is seen as a negative. Right, or you're or you're afraid that it's going to be seen as a negative. Yes. So I think you know there's there's plenty of different ways to kind of approach it, right? I think mm-hmm. part of it is um, taking the time to to get to know the people around you. Um, you know, so familiar familiar familiarizing yourself with the environment you're in, um, with you know the guys you're around with. Everybody has different personalities. Everybody responds in different ways. And the easiest way to, to kind of do that is, or to kind of explain it as a goalkeeper, is that, you know, my left back, my left central defender, my right central defender, and my right back are all completely different people, right? And if I don't know, you know, if, if for instance, my right back, if I, if I ask him a question or if I, if I yell at my right back, there's a certain response that's going to be warranted in a positive moment and a negative moment. There's a certain player on, on my team that may need that. No problem. In any moment, just yell at me, tell me exactly what you need. I'll respond. No problem. Some players, you know, are just are mostly positive reinforcement. Um, and it kind of is in, it works in the same way when, when asking questions, right? Um, you know, some people are um, inclined to a certain way of, of thinking. Um, you know, maybe their view, they, they view, I'm going to word this, they view their own view as being, um, you know, the only way to to see yeah. a situation, and that's the situation you're probably talking about. Yes. And I think, you know, I think almost finding a way to ask a question in a way that's non um, non confrontational. It doesn't say, you know, you're stupid. Yes. Your way of thinking is completely insane. It's idiotic. Like, you know, if, if you if if I came to you, Quincy, it's like, you know what? What you said is just absolutely absurd and, and i don't know how you came about it that way like explain to me exactly what you're thinking and and about this situation because what you said to me is just completely outlandish that's going to be perceived as an attack a personal attack on your view all right but i could also say look you know I, I totally understand point a and point b like that makes complete sense um and it's actually pretty brilliant you know the way you you came came about it but the what i'm what i'm thinking of is you know, I was just thinking about maybe this this situation, this this you know situation C. Um, yeah. I was a little bit confused um, because point A and point B were so clear in this aspect, but I just need to clarify just so 
I'm on the same page um, and we can, you know, just, just to basically, and if that's how you have to have a conversation with somebody, that's how you have to have a conversation. And in life, not only in the locker room, not only through friendships, uh, relationships, bosses, yes. people who work underneath you, you have to learn how to, to coexist one, um, if that's your choice. And two, um, if you're working on a team, you know, with, with all the other guys, it's not just yourself um, that you need to be successful. It's, it, there are a lot of moving pieces. So you, everybody has to be on the same page. So you always want to make sure that um, you're approaching every situation in the right way. And I think everybody kind of has to learn their own mannerisms and learn how to kind of adapt to different personalities, but also not be afraid if you do firmly believe in something um, that your your question or your comments going to be taken, you know, the wrong way. Because I think you know there there is also that aspect of having a strong sense of um, you know uh, belief in um, your own way that you found to think about something, not thinking that your own thought is stupid. Um, because everybody, everybody's thoughts are what they are. And, you know, like, like I said, no question is a dumb question because it also may make you think, you know, initially you may think, man, that was, I can't believe you asked me that. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait a second. Hold on. Hold like, on. But, but, but was he really, did he really mean this? And yeah. like, you start breaking it down in different levels. So like in, in every situation that you take in with experience, uh, you put these all in your memory bank, but like everything that somebody like tells you or asks you, you can always break down and kind of, you know, take it to another level of another question and, and maybe like dissect it. And the more levels you can kind of break down, you kind of develop this whole new way of thinking. Um, and that's kind of what I think creates a crazy environment. Once you can actually get there of, you know, creativity of, um, you know, just, just having the ability to, to extract knowledge out of, any situation so no i i like that a lot and i think a lot of people are going to get a lot of value out of that because <clears throat> because it's literally a process of thought right and what, yep. like what you pointed out is many a lot of people i believe have not don't understand this and haven't learned this yet and that is the person who's the dumbest is the smartest in the long run right because if that person says something that you perceive as completely stupid and dumb Either take notice. Yes, either they're <laughs> yeah. completely stupid and dumb, right? Or, or they're so smart that they see the irony in how stupid it is, right? So now, either way, you have to think about it in the levels of complexity that you're talking about, right? Right. Was it was it so dumb that he even? Why would he even ask the question if it was that? You know what I mean? You start yes. thinking about it in different ways, and then you're like, ah, well, maybe he asked that question just to get my attention because he really does understand yet for those who were thinking, Oh man, this is just dumb. Now they've, they've taken on this, this person and whatever he says, they might be listening for the next dumbest thing he's going, going to ask or say, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but if, my, if, if he drops knowledge and the next time he opens his mouth and now he's got everybody's attention and maybe he's maybe <laughs> succeeded in what he wants to do. So the, a thousand percent. So, okay. So I'm, I want to, I'll take, you're dropping knowledge bombs on just, the just right so uh, explosions on the screen in about a month's time don't worry about it guys people are people are spamming the heart button right now they're loving they're loving the knowledge that you're dropping bro and the experience that you're sharing i'm 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 loving it too
Uh, we've got a question here. Which players have you played with that are most receptive to different opinions? Ooh, that's a good question. Most receptive to different opinions. Mm -hmm. um, wow, played with a lot of players uh, into the Chicago locker room that <laughs> came through. I was, I was about to say, um, currently, I would say um, different opinions. Um, it's a really good question. That's good as getting you to think. That's the whole yeah, point of this show. It is. It is. It is. It is. <laughs> no, that's that's a, that's a really good question. Um, most people, most people have been quite open. I would say my locker room now is actually um, a younger player that we have. Uh, James Sands, um, and uh, you know James is a tremendous player, uh, and he's uh, he's been playing for a few years now with with our club. He's he's that guy who you know always you know always listens, always dissects, um, is always open to learning, and you know he's very very calculated. And when he does decide to to speak or say something, mm -hmm. you know it's because he's taken on information, and it's it's a question that makes you go aha like you for sure for sure taken on that you've listened to this person this person this person that person and now you've you know you've kind of formulated something that you you want to clarify for yourself but it makes it makes complete sense and it's it's, it's a very very high level of thinking um you know uh i think sebastian and biega as well um is a, is a good one uh, in the locker room so those are probably two of the guys to the guys now at the top of my head in past years in the locker room um obviously you know quincy um you know been super super open to, to multiple multiple opinions thoughts um and too many <laughs> for sure for sure just complete just like everybody just come on just everybody just filter everybody. it in yeah no problem okay. oh okay that's no that's, okay so this is this is helpful for me because this is a lot of feedback I've never gotten before. So okay. my okay. whole filter the entire time has literally been like, yeah, all information is great information. Like, I don't know. So yeah. when I'm thinking back, I'm going like, oh, that person bamboozled me. Oh, yeah. that person, right? <laughs> oh, okay, that person was being honest and truthful. Yeah. What did you see? What do you think I wa was, what do you think were mistakes I was making while we were playing together? Mistakes you were making yeah. while we were playing together. What did you think I was making mistakes in, or what you you didn't agree with, or you? you I'm gonna leave it like okay, that. Fair. So yeah, that, that's fair. Me. That's fair. I think I think there were a lot of a lot of good things. Um, obviously, <laughs> over our time together, I think you know, like reflecting on our time together and what potentially could have been like better. Um, yeah. And this is just you know off the top of my head because I have to, I have to pick something. I would say, I would say is, you know, it's kind of like kind of what we spoke about, right? Like you, you make, you make a decision, you make a decision, right? You make a decision on whether or not, um, you know, you're, you want to be calculated in, in some moments, you want to be open in some moments. I think you were completely open, candid, uh, no matter what the moment was, no matter, no matter what the type of person was that was going to receive a question or a comment sideways, no problem. And yeah. It, it was is un unbelievable, right? Like you want you want someone like that, you know, and it's like everybody's like, oh, yo, yo, Quincy, 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 Ebrick, 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 Ebrick. You're like, no, 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 no. Like I'm gonna tell you, and you're gonna listen. I'm gonna tell you, and you will listen. And uh, it was it was amazing to see. Just you know, you talk about mindset. 
this man was relentless in getting his message across no matter what. Um, and, uh, you know, whether, whether it's, you know, whether it was staff or players who just didn't want to hear it. Um, there was never, there was never, there was never a moment where he goes, ah, okay. You don't want to hear it. It's okay. Maybe, maybe tomorrow, maybe tomorrow. You'll be <laughs> <You don't... laughs> bro, what do you, bro, what do you think I was missing at that? What do you think I was missing then? You know, I think, I think, uh, I think at the t at the time, I think mm -hmm. once once you once people once people understand you and once people get to know that what what you are doing and what you were saying is totally meant to be constructive and helpful, and you're trying to extrapolate like things for yourself and knowledge, and you're trying to share things to help, and it's never it's never meant to you know it's never meant to degrade or to break down. Um, I don't think everybody understood understood that. And I think I think in, in moments where, you know, somebody go, oh, I, I hate this guy. I just I hate him because he's he just doesn't he doesn't understand when to this, that and there. But it, the reality is, if you really slow down, like, you know, some people have different personalities, but if you really slow down and listen to what you were saying and what you were trying to get your point, you know, the, the points you're trying to get across, it was going to be helpful to a lot of people who didn't understand that, you know, the like the aggressive manner and maybe sometimes in which you did it. What <laughs> you know? Just, just pictures like just wa walking off and just like like ch like just chucking and just like no 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 no. You listen. You listen. You listen. Bro, I okay. I I understand. Yeah. Now, yeah. I didn't understand then, right? Yeah. And uh, to what I didn't know was it was being perceived as aggressive because yeah. I was talking to people the way that me and you talk behind closed doors you know for, sure. Like, no, for sure no again yeah again, you didn't beat me at fifa because you're better you beat me because fifa is broken and it's cheating you know <laughs> <mean>? <laughs> hey but to clarify you were trying to make yourself better because i was clearly better if no, you were no, giving bro. Me <laughs> no, bro. hey which we can we can set up we can set up no problem i was no playing problem. the long game bro okay oh hey I think he's figuring me out. Let me let him score a goal. Oh, man. What are you going to do? Ah. <laughs> Which, if people, if people understand, we had probably one of the most competitive groups of people. <laughs> and, you know, we talk about setting up people. And we were, t we were talking about mindset and, and you know, your, your term of being, being your head. It's been there for such a long time. And... and people have no idea I, I can remember i was just just stories i i can use these guys names because i know they'll they'll be cool with it okay <laughs> alec khan ross lebeau yes. sitting 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 in a place playing fifa and just the celebrations or lack thereof once you won a game and they're just sitting on the couch looking at the remote control as if as if it was broken or as if the buttons were working <laughs> Yo, it was it was amazing, and then they start thinking about wait, 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 wait. Is Quincy really in my head? <laughs> why, why did I why did I push the long ball button to shoot in front of goal? <laughs> these are the, these are the, these are the real questions. I I swear, the real questions that you ask yourself. But we I mean we were all we were all trying everything at all costs to just get inside each other's heads and. It made it, it made everybody mentally stronger, oh. which was the best bro, part about it. Bro, so much better. 
some it's a win-win for me I'm, you, know what I mean? you know the shirt bro long-term winners mindset i'm going like how can we win now and in the future not just yeah. now i don't want to i don't want to win now at the expense of losing later i want to win sure. now and all my boys to win later so sure. I, uh, a great stat that i saw was you are the only player to have been a part of every single u.s men's national team camp for the last what is that 10 years yeah, so uh, it would be the last calendar year, and then uh, basically under every coach dating back to Bob Bradley, and I think every every year since then I've been a part of the national team. Which is an amazing achievement, and one that I, I, I think what I want to make sure happens, and what I've been adamant about making sure happens is I don't like the whole saying, uh, you don't know what you got till it's gone, or you don't you don't appreciate or pay homage until afterwards. I want it, I want it to be, you give credit when credit is due as it's happening, right? For and sure. I think that is something that should be highlighted much more and given much more praise for. And I think the reason it doesn't is, is just because people don't understand what it is you're actually doing. Like to, to make that, to be at that level, that consistent over this long period of time means you understand something and some things on a level that most people just don't understand. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, so how do you how do you balance how do you balance not getting too far ahead of your own understanding? Yeah, I think, you know, you have to kind of take a step back, you know, sometimes just kind of reflect on exactly where you are, what's gotten to that point. Um, and you want to always build on those things, but if you never really reflect on the negative things, um, and use those as like building tools or uh, learning tools to to bring all of those experiences where they need to be with with the good. Then you almost start to create this gap. And you know, that's when you talk about consistency. Is for me, it's it's bringing you know all those those negative things as learning moments, right? And building them to positives, getting making them strong suits instead of uh, you know weak points or turning learning moments into things that are now consistent things that you're doing on a daily basis, making them habits and routines. Um, you know, for me, the, the gap when it, when it's, when it's big is when you see the inconsistency, you see a flash of this and then you come back to this point and you don't really address, you know, the things you need to address. Cause you're like, man, I'm so good at a, B and C, but what's really dragging you down is, you know, things way down the alphabet X, Y, and Z. Cause you never even look at them. You go, ah, I don't, I don't need those things. I'm I'm good here. But then, if if all all these things are are good, but you keep doing X, Y, and Z bad, then you'll never find a happy medium. So for me, it's always been about you know every single every single moment, um, no matter if it was good or if it was bad. Um, one, my mindset has just gotten stronger, um, and I've worked on that as well. You know, we we touch on that. Not only your your physical ability. Uh, not only your, uh, your your mental capacity as well. You have to make sure that um, that you're continuing to progress and continuing to to better yourself and finding ways to better yourself to to stay at a certain level. And for me, that's that's what the name of the game is. Is consistency really is just that. And you know, for those who ignore certain aspects of of their lives or their careers just because, like, oh, I don't need to bring I don't need to bring the negative. Um, but it's not always going to be a negative. Right. You know, to, to other people from the outside looking in, they may go, oh, yeah, that one moment or this one thing. But you may be working on it 
you know, behind closed doors in the dark when nobody knows. And then all of a sudden you hit the scene in 2020 and they're like, wait a second. Yeah. You know, like 20, 2016, they see, you know, the time, time in Chicago. And then in 2017, it's like, wait, I didn't know that he could, you know, play with his feet because of this. And the people's perception is one thing, but, you know, you've been, you know, aware of what you needed to do to adapt to the next situation and to get yourself to the next level and you do it, you don't make excuses. You, you find a way to, be, to get it done. So. No, uh, these are great insights. Uh, spiritual athlete said the one question we need to know is how do we get those shoulders, bro? You can't is the real, the real answer is you just can't. <laughs> on, our account, on our account, we, we share no lies, bro. Yeah, no lies. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm keeping, I'm keeping it real. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know you. I hope to get to know you, but no, nah, honest, honestly, um, I, my, my routine is, uh, is pretty, it's pretty key. I mean, for goalkeeper, shoulders are very important, strong, strong shoulders, stability, um, just doing honestly, lots of yoga. Uh, you know, I don't do a ton of weighted exercises. Um, most of my, most of my routine is mobility, um, and resistance bands, um, just to, to kind of work on maintaining, uh, explosivity and, and flexibility through my movements. So, um, you know, you'd be, you'd be honestly super surprised if you, but if you do like a yoga challenge and I, ch I challenge you to do a yoga challenge every day for the next, let's say 30 days, um, just, you know, find, find online, find a, find a good yoga class or yoga class near you, do yoga every day. And you'd be surprised at how much muscle you'll build, you know, through strength, stability, um, exercises rather than hitting a gym full force and just becoming, you know, a block of muscle, you'll, you'll be, you'll be defined, you'll be stronger. Um, and not many people, not many people take that on board. You know, not, not a lot of people think about Pilates or yoga or <laughs> different types of, you know, mobility stretching. It's all, you know, gym based and I need to, it's leg day or it's, it's arm day. You know, I'm going to go, going to knock some, knock some bench presses out and some overhead press and like my shoulders just going to grow. But if you don't, if you don't take care of yourself, you're not going to be able to use those shoulders for forever. I no, I uh, I agree with that. Just in I, definitely as my career has progressed, I've gone almost strictly body weight exercises only. You know, that's uh, I'll go. I'll do the gym, right? You'll do the gym, especially yeah, when you're with the sure. stuff, and you have to do the workouts that they're putting around for you. But I've definitely found the body weight thing, body weight stuff, like the Pilates that you're talking about. Um, uh, plyos and stuff like that has has been the way to go um, for myself as well personally. But I, I also realize and recognize a lot of people. I feel like a lot of people have just been so sold on all these just weird gym things because of like Instagram influencers trying to just make new content all the time. One hundred percent. You know, you'll you'll see you'll see people jumping over each other, then doing backflip over a box, and you're like, that's it. That that is that is it. I need that. That's how well, that's how I played pro for eleven years. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then you sell a program, everybody's buying it. It's like, you know, the, the latest the latest diet or the latest workout video that, you know, goes viral and it's it's interesting, you know, like you talk about diets, like the new the new craze of uh, you know, that documentary game changers with, with uh, you know, people going vegetarian or plant based. Um, you know, most I'm probably eighty to ninety percent 
plant-based, if that's what you want to call it, in the way I eat. But at the same time, you know, for a lot of people that are doing diet A, diet B, diet C, you know, at the Atkins or low-carb or keto or uh, Mediterranean or vegetarian or you name it, um, there's so many diets out there, um, Weight Watchers, but a lot of it just comes down to calories in versus calories out, but it's who can market who can market the, the, the one thing that can, can make you enjoy or make you reel you in to get, the, get you to do their program, you know? Like, a lot of people don't realize they can basically craft something on their own. You can, you can, you can eat Cheetos for, you know, a month straight as long as you stay within a certain caloric intake. You might not be the healthiest on the inside. <laughs> might not be, might not be the best monster. Right, but you'll but lose that weight. Uh, bro, I've seen, I've seen many people play at a very high level surviving off of like jack daniels and hamburgers so i've seen other dudes i've seen other dudes eat nothing but like uh, tofu tofu and and, and uh, seltzer water and they're the best <laughs> player on the field bro like the energy meter the, the fifa energy meter would just be just red <laughs> and then just disappear um uh no um and for anybody cheetos <laughs> cheetos are great i haven't had them in probably Two months, but you give me you give me a bag of Cheetos. I'll tell you what, bro. I, I did, Serena Serena bought some like Ruffles chips, and I they're just they're calling me now, bro. I'm just like get those out of my house. You know what? You know what I want to know. I want to uh, know. Give me like you know the, the throwback, because throw, now there's all sorts of commercials with your athletes. You know, mm -hmm. doing different commercials with different chips, and everybody has their own type of chip and. That's the newest craze, but the old school chips. Like, what was your favorite chip back in the day? Like, well, it, it, I mean, you said Cheetos, but straight up. And this is good. We'll go the last. We'll go the last ten minutes. We'll go random questions. So throw in your. I know we've been going on the mentality train, which is awesome. I think we've dropped plenty of knowledge uh, bombs <clears throat> over there. I appreciate everyone's questions in. So let's get some fire round stuff, more fun stuff like this. But Sean, I like that. Uh, you said Cheetos, but old school Cheetos back before they put more chips in the bag than air. Now it's like, I'm like, what is this? Yes, 100%. Like, oh, yeah, I open the bag and then I go, there's like three chips at the bottom of the bag. I'm like, They're like, wait, they're still going to buy the same bag. Let's just put less and stretch our product. <laughs> Bro, there's a dude at Cheetos with like Cheeto bags from like 2001, just one big Super Cheeto bag. Full. And then he has like 10 new bags and he just, he just dumps a little bit out into ten bags, bro, and just blows them up with air and pisses them off and throws oh, them the air belt. The, 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 day, the days where you got a ton, a ton of you know chips in a bag is, is get, it's over. It's over. Those it's days, over. those days are done. I feel bad for the new generation because they won't, they won't know. Bro, Snickers, a Snickers bar is like, it's like a, a fourth. It's like a fun. The, the Snickers bar now regular is like the fun size candy ones that we had when we went tr trick or treating. Like they're, they're, sec they're sectioning them off like two and one. It's like just, just give me give me the full Snickers bar. Like, they're what taking is this? these fun size Snickers now and they're just putting it in the thing. They're like, <laughs> and, the, and the and you know those little mini ones. Those are just those are the ones now. Like, oh, uh, yeah, the, the little the little little ones in the Halloween bags. Yeah, the little, <laughs> little little ones you just tear and then. You pop in, and you, by the time you finish chewing it, it's like you're already like you've already burned it off by just chewing it. Oh, bro! Uh, yeah. Someone said, "Anyone remember bub uh, bubble jug?" I don't know bubble jug. You know bubble jug? Bubble jug. That's not that's not the. 
is that the little like grenade looking juices with the little foil tops that like were little little juice romeo is that what he's talking about i don't even know i, I haven't heard of that one before oh uh that, you know that just reminded me of a, a story so <clears throat> for those of you who don't know don is a huge uh avid car enthusiast to say the least right yeah. you've got to yeah. you've got to deal with continental tile tire still yeah yeah so we're we're, we're working on 2020 um some, <laughs> some cool things in the works hopefully we can we can get those those sorted out but they've been uh, a long time um good sponsor for for me over the years and we've done some really cool things um blogs races um you know the what you got driving competition it's been it's been pretty dope no that's awesome and we we won't say that there's any there's any conspiracy going on with you happening to win the uh was the continent was it continental tire that did the uh did the race uh, it was the lamborghini it was continental tire it was kind of <laughs> Hey, to be fair, you know, we might as well just tell all, you know, okay, like, we're going we're to start telling all, please, because, you know, we spoke about the dumbest person in the room, you yes. know, yes. get in the car and you're like, what's this? What's what kind of steering wheel? Like, how do you, is it gas, is it gas left or is it right? Is it, how do you, how do you do this? <laughs> and then and then you cue the edits and i'm just just sliding around the track and everybody's like wait a second this is this is the same guy who had no idea what he was doing. oh whoa what's happening <laughs> tokyo drift music's going on like vin diesel comes out and starts like jumping across the hood of your car be like oh man this is my first time driving oh god what is this <laughs> no it's uh it was it was dope man but yeah i, I mean I've, I've always been a car guy and uh always enjoy getting behind the, the wheel of cool cars over the, the past years and um yeah man that's it's definitely a different rush different. i like that quick uh quick story for me uh you know shout out brian Ryder. shout out brian Ryder. good dude he uh he let me rent his car i think it was like a bmw what was it like something it's like a 19 i don't even know 87 or like 93 bmw and i remember I'm, I'm, I'm going down, I go out to the parking lot to start the car, car dead, battery, and in this car, the battery is in the back, so um, I'm going in there, I'm like, oh crap, the battery's dead, I hit you up and I call you, because this is when we're living near the South Loop, yep. right? Sean, yep. yo, uh, hey, car battery's dead, can you come pick me? You're like, oh, I already went to, I'm already at the stadium, and you took your, was it your GTR? No, you didn't have a GTR, it was your Nissan. The, the 370Z, yeah. yeah. 370Z, and... Bro, before you even finished your sentence and the phone even hung up, I was already half—I was already halfway up the stairs to your home, which was like two miles away. Yeah. Because uh, Sean had won because he won that race. He got the Lamborghini for the whole year, right? Yep. And you're yep. like, "Yo, bet I left the keys to the Lamborghini over in the stay no more." <laughs> Bro, I skedaddled so quick over to your place. <laughs> Hopped in that thing. I was whipping the Lambo. I was whipping the Lambo that whole day, and I—that's yeah. when I realized, oh, this is why people pay like three hundred thousand dollars for this car. Like yeah. people down the road will see the rearview mirror and they'll go, "Oh, that's a Lambo," and they will literally—it's like <laughs> everyone blinkers, <laughs> hazard lights. <laughs> bro, silly. It was stupid, bro. But that, uh, yeah, I always. Uh, I, I even told you then, yo, yo, that was dope, man. I appreciate that, but definitely, uh, that was a good time, man. It's a good experience, man. Like, 
first first time in a supercar is definitely it's it's one you'll always remember for sure i've gotten sure. i've kind of gotten hooked on uh these random like youtube channels where these guys are like i just got a supercar for three thousand dollars at some auction watch me fix it oh, yeah. the, the, com the completely like the completely like total supercar yes and, yeah yeah um, those guys are those guys are special like if, if they really can put together a supercar after being told then good for them yeah. Oh, bro. The amount of money they're spending on half of these because all these parts are like custom and like it, crazy expensive. Yeah, it's stupid. It's yeah. stupid. But, so I still still watch it. <laughs> so, yeah, I still watch it. I'm like, oh, this is yeah. so dumb. Fifteen minutes later, I'm like, what am I do? What am I? Okay, yeah. we'll see what he does with that. Uh, we got a. What do your gloves smell like? They smell like roses. Of course. <laughs> Keep those things smelling pristine. Nah, <laughs> gloves. Gloves are. Gloves are something you ha you have to take care of as a good. Like to me, that's like. That's my my bread and butter. You know, that's that's what gets me through every single day. So I, I take care of my gloves. I wash them um, pretty pretty diligent about making sure that they don't they don't go sideways because they can smell pretty bad. And if you leave them in a leave them in a bag, and you forget about them on you know a day, and they're they're cooped up yeah. for. I mean, you I mean you put on some goalkeeper gloves. I was watching the clip bro, earlier today. Did you see my tech, bro? My tech, Ben. I'm free. Uh, hey, I'm a free agent. I'm available. I'll come up to New York right now and I'll put you through a goalkeeper session, bro. My tech is nice. My level is my level is so high. If bro. if you if you, ch I I challenge you to change your position in free agency to goalkeeper. Listen, Sean. Here's what I'm telling you, straight up. No, no, no BS, no joke. You can see I'm not playing, bro. I'm telling you right now. I've seriously considered just moving back into goal because I'm like, I could do this for like 15 years. This is simple. Like, what are you talking about? I played with my feet for, played with my feet for years. And uh, someone said, be honest. Bro, my level, listen, my communication level, stupid high. Because think about it. Think about it. I was just telling everybody what I thought because I couldn't understand. I was like, I don't know why this person is so mad at me. I just, they asked me what the truth was and I just told them. Right, I did that for like ten years. I've now learned what that was. My mental yeah. strength is so high, bro. You know what I mean? How much stuff people are saying to me? I'm like, bro, that does not affect me at all. You, you try before the game. You'd be in half the teams, half the team's head before they bro, even step in the I pitch. If if people start going back and le looking at film and stuff from just the, like the limited times I was on the field, the amount of confusion amongst the other team and their inability to like do anything, just because it's like ask them a simple question. Hey, hey, bro, come here, real quick. <laughs> Go look at the guys. Go look at a couple captains from a few teams. They're all cramping on the ground, grabbing their legs. <laughs> after ten after ten minutes of me just talking to them, <laughs> exhaust you mentally with my words. Hey, ref. Hey, ref. There's a goalkeeper. Hey, ref. Hey, ref. Hey, ref. If I if I slap people with my goalkeeper glove before the game, is it a yellow card? No Quincy. no, Quincy. No, no Quincy. No, Quincy. All right. Hey, hey, bro. Hey, come here. Hey, he said that this is good, but I don't want you crying. I swear if I hear you crying about me slapping you with my glove on the field, I'm – oh, my God. And then they start – Rip it. Oh, rip it. Oh, God. Hush, hush, hush. <laughs> with the goalkeeper glove. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't 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 do it to him, please, please oh, don't, no. don't. Not, I'm don't. telling you. Uh, so we've got two minutes left before Instagram kicks us off. But oh man, Sean, I'm telling you the things I've learned, the things I understand, especially going through it the way that I had to go through it. I'm coming out now. Yeah, it's crazy. Yes, it's crazy. Oh, it's gonna be good. But 
Hey, bro. I, I really appreciate you joining in on the live. It, it's It's been a pleasure. I Just even with this, I'm thinking we got to figure out something where maybe we're doing some type of podcast here uh, in the future. Something. We need to be working on doing something in some capacity, man. For sure. Uh, for sure. I'm down. The stories are good. Um, you know, good luck on the season. You know what I mean? If uh, if I end up being on your team, awesome. If I'm not, no no luck when I'm playing against you. You heard it here first, if you are. So. I mean, if New York City, is, if they want, speaking into existence. Yes, last 10 seconds before 10 o'clock, give your pitch. Bro, to give my pitch, bro, it's, the level of experience and level of uh, communication is very, very high. And you talk to someone who's made every single mistake you possibly could have in this career, and they're still around. So that's valuable in itself. Say less, bro. Hey, but I appreciate it, brother. Hey. I will talk to you soon. Um, thanks again. And everybody, make sure you go follow Sean and uh, show him love and, and show him the appreciation for joining in and dropping that knowledge. Yeah, appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys for joining in. See you guys soon. Later, brother. All right. All right. So Instagram probably kicked me off here in a minute. I wanted to thank everybody for joining in on the live. I want to thank Sean uh, Johnson, the GOAT, <clears throat> for joining in, dropping some knowledge and you know, sharing a lot of what he's learned over the course of his career. Uh, if you guys haven't, make sure you go and re-listen to his Perfect Soccer Podcast episode dropped on Monday. I think it's episode eight. Um, you can learn more about his story up to this point, and then the replay of the show will be published over on Perfect Soccer. Soccer. Quincy Ameriqua here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you would like us to interview next, we'll get working on it right away. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again, and see you guys in the next episode. Thank <laughs> you.